Hallelujah. Amen. You want to sit down? Thank you. Ah, Ephesians chapter 8, chapter 5. Everybody turn there. Let's stand. Amen. I, I, I thought about this earlier. I want to remind us, Tabernacle of Praise, those of us who come regularly, that we believe in deliberate praise and worship. Amen. Amen. So, so the Holy Spirit doesn't have to make you stand up to worship. The Holy Spirit doesn't have to make you dance. Amen. The Holy Spirit doesn't have to make you shout. If, if God has to make you do something, then he, he, it's not worthy of him. Amen. We do it because he's good. He's worthy. We do it because he's worthy. We dance because he's worthy. We stand doing praise and worship because he's worthy. We clap our hands. We run. We dance. We shout because he's worthy. Not because the Holy Ghost makes us do it. Amen. He shouldn't have to make us praise him. Amen. So today we're going to go to the book of Ephesians. If you're already there, chapter 5, I'll try not to be before you very long. Amen. Amen. Uh, Chapter 5, verse number 8, which reads, For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of the light. That what it says? Amen. In the King James, it says, walk as children of the light. The NIV says, live as children of the light. So we want to talk today from the thought, live as children of light. Amen. Live as children of light. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for the power of your word. Thank you that your word, when it goes forth, will not return to you void, but will accomplish all that you desire. We thank you that you prosper your word in the things that you sent your word to. Lord God, you give us understanding. That's a part of prospering your word in our lives. Open up the hearts and the minds and the eyes of those who need understanding today, and we all need understanding of your word. But if there are those who don't know you as Savior and Lord, I pray for them that their eyes will be open today. They will come to know you as their Savior and their Lord. It's in Jesus' name that we pray and we thank you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, I was reading, this is a side note from the, from the message, and it's kind of like hit me a couple of times this week in our devotion, in my devotional, and it talked about, you know, how in the Old and New Testament, the Scripture talks about lifting up hands to pray. You know, we don't do that like we ought to do it. You know, the Bible says when we pray, you lift up holy hands, not just to praise, but in praying, you lift up hands. I just want to throw that in because that was in my mind and in my spirit. So in this, in this, in this, in this scripture today, uh, I find this very interesting, and I hope you find it interesting, okay? I want you all to pay good attention to me. Uh, don't play. Don't talk to anybody else. But look up this way. Let me see your eyes. That's right. Thank you. Amen. 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 Let me see your eyes. Can I see your eyes? Can I see your eyes? Can I see a smile? Can I see some teeth? Okay. This is very interesting because the scriptures, the word of God says, uh, God says in his word that we are to live as children of light. What could he mean by living as children of light? Now, when you look at the word live, live is an action word. And that's why in the King James it says walk, okay? Because anytime you're walking, you're, you're moving. You're, it's an action word. So live is an action word, okay? So, 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 you know, 
It's something that you're doing every day. You're living. Everybody in here is living, right? Check the person next to you and see if they're alive. Is everybody alive? Okay. You know what? And, and, and guess what? You don't live one minute physically and die the next minute and then live again, and then die again, and then live again, and then die again, and then live again. It's an action word. Just like walking is a progression, living is a progression. You know, we're, we're always doing it. So the Bible says it's saying that we should live every day, every moment as children of light. Amen. Uh, and, and, and this is so interesting to me because God uses light and darkness in this particular scripture to talk to us about how we should live our lives and how we should the things we should avoid in our lives, okay? Light and darkness are two things that we experience every day, right? Amen? Four o'clock this morning, 12 o'clock last night, it was dark. Right now, it is light. We experience darkness and light every day of our lives, amen? So, so let's just talk about this just a little bit. Why do you think God says live as children of light and does not say live as children of darkness. The Bible did not say, and God does not say live as children of darkness. I want you to pay attention to me now, okay, because God has something to say. And you need to hear what God has to say, all right? Um, I can't think of my little man's name. Uh, he's in here. Yeah. Yeah. What's your name again? Dontavius. Then David says, I'm Jesus. I'm not Jesus, but I'm his spokesman today, okay? <laughs> so so God, God says, live as children of light. He doesn't say live as children of darkness. Now, this thing is, is, is really, really, really interesting because you think about it. In darkness, darkness, in essence, is being without light, okay? And you think about it. In darkness, bad things can happen. For those of us who are older and maybe get up in the night and don't turn the light on, if you're not careful, you'll stump your toe on something. Anybody ever hit your toe on something? Does it hurt? Ooh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> you can actually break your toe if you hit it on the wrong thing and hit it hard enough. Trying to walk in darkness, you should turn the light on. That's what you really should do. But, but bad things can happen in darkness. You can, you can get hurt. You can hurt someone else if you're trying to walk in darkness or live in darkness. You can get killed in darkness. Yes, you can. If you live in certain parts of the world, you can get eaten by wild animals in the dark. Because if you ever notice uh, some wild animals, if you, ever, if, you, if, if you ever watch National Geographic or watch some shows in Africa where they have lions and tigers and whatever, uh, not tigers in Africa, but lions and leopards, uh, they hunt at night under the cover of darkness. And if you're out there at night, or if you're somewhere you should not be, at night, you will be their food. So if you live in certain parts of the world, you can get killed. You can be eaten by wild animals at night. You can fall into a ditch at night. You can do it in the daytime too. But there's something different about day and night. If you're walking in the darkness at night, you can fall into a ditch. You can have a wreck if you're trying to drive in the night without lights. You won't get very far. Not if you're trying to die, drive in the darkness. You won't get very far. You might get out of your driveway because you know it. 
but you forgot what was across the street and you probably hit it if you're trying to drive in the darkness. Bad things can happen in darkness. You, why? Because in darkness, in darkness, you can't see where you're going. You cannot see where you're going. You can take, you, you, you think about it. Anybody here take medicine? Tell the truth and shame the devil. It's all right if you take medicine. Guess what will happen if you start searching for medicine in the dark? What you do? What will you do? Tell the truth and shame the devil. You do what? You'll take the wrong medicine. Bad things can happen in the dark. Isn't that right, James? Yeah. Bad things can happen in the dark. You have to be really, really careful in the dark. You, 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 you can't see what you're doing. You can't see how to protect yourself. You can't, you can't see how to avoid danger in the dark. You can't see how to avoid evil. You don't even see danger in the dark. You don't see evil in the dark. You don't see trouble in darkness. You don't see it. You don't see it. Because you can't see anything. And because you don't see anything, you don't know what's there. You can't see and you don't know. As I was preparing this message, the Lord showed me three words in here, and I want you to pick up on them. You got two of them. You don't, and you don't know. In darkness, in darkness. Because, because you can't see danger in darkness, or you can't see evil in darkness, or you don't, you don't know what danger is. You don't know where evil is. In darkness, you not only can't see what's there, but consequently, you don't know what's there in darkness. Now, I want you all, some of you are older, you're making some application here. I was talking to Elder Hoskins this morning, and he was saying, yeah, Bishop, when you're trying to witness to people who are in darkness, they don't get it. They don't get it. Sometimes you're trying to, you're trying to get people to change their lives, and, and they don't get it because in darkness, you can't see, and consequently, you don't know. I'm going to get to the third word in just a few moments, okay? So you don't know what trouble is. You don't know what danger is when you're in darkness. You think about people that are in darkness, and, and, you know, and they're just having a good time. I mean, they're just, they're just, they're just smoking weed, and they're shooting up, and they're, 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 they're drinking liquor. You know, they, they think they're having a wonderful time because they're in darkness, and they don't see what's happening to them. They don't see the danger. They don't see what they're doing to their bodies. They don't see. They don't see. And they don't know. And that's how Satan keeps so many people trapped. He keeps so many people trapped. Because they don't see. Now, some people know better. Some people have been brought to the light. They went back. They know better. They might be trapped. They might be because they went back. And it's a dangerous thing to go back. Listen, it's dangerous to go back. You know, because you can get in double trouble. Jesus told a parable of a man who cleaned his house. Of a demon. And the demon left and went into a far country and came back and found a man's house clean and swept. 
And the demon said, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go back and I'm going to get seven more demons. And the Bible says he got seven more and they came and took up residence in, his, in the man's house. And his last state was worse than the first. You can get in, in serious trouble, but that's not what we're talking about right now. That's just a little side note, okay? But, you know, it'll help us because, because, because when you come to Jesus, you want to try not to go back. You want to try not to go back, okay? Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, 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 me, let me, give me, uh, let me demonstrate something. Brother Trevor, come here. Brother Jonathan, you're sitting on the front seat. Come here. Oh, wait a minute. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's long enough. Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. A picture's worth a thousand words. Okay. Y'all watching? Can you see, Trevor? Is that dark enough? Okay. Okay. Now walk. In it? Don't be calling no names. See, now, now let me say this. The difference of people who come to the light and they've been put in darkness, they try to be careful. But if you never come out of the darkness, you don't know to be careful. See? They're feeling around. You got to move faster than that. Come on, walk fast. I ain't got, I ain't got all day long. I got to let these people go home. Y'all watching? Okay, so that's good enough. That's good enough. So, so what is it like to be in darkness? What did it feel like? I can come out. You can come out. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've been show. delivered. <laughs> you don't see where you're going. You can bump into stuff. You can stumble over stuff. You can step on people. Being in darkness is dangerous. This is, this, is, this is, you know, kind of a safe place, environment. If you've been coming to church, you kind of know like Jonathan knew that he was walking down the aisles. But just think if you're in a place that you don't know and you're trying to walk in darkness, it's dangerous. But God says to us that he does not want us to live as children of darkness because darkness is dangerous. And when you're walking in darkness, you don't see things and consequently you don't know things, and because you don't know, sometimes you don't even believe that there's danger there, that there's danger in it. God says, I don't want you to live as children of darkness. God says, I want you to live as children of light. We're listening. God wants it's not just for the children. It's for those of us who are older too. God wants us to live 
as children of light. So he compares here darkness and light. And then he says in this verse, he says, you were once darkness. For those of us who've been saved, and not just adults but children too, those of us who are a little bit older, you know, those of you all who are a little bit older, you've received Jesus as Savior and Lord, means that you've come to the light. I'm going to talk about that just in a few moments. It means that we've accepted Jesus Christ as our Savior and our Lord. All right? So, uh, and, 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 and we were in darkness before we accepted Jesus as Savior and Lord. We lived in darkness. Now, everybody in here at one point was unsaved, and we lived in darkness. We did stupid stuff. Uh, how many of you say you did some stupid stuff? You shame of yourself. Wave your hand. Shame the devil. Yeah, you are. You shame. You ought to be shamed. If you're not shamed, there's something wrong. Because guess what? If you're not shamed, you'll go back and do the same stuff again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we've all lived in, he says, you were once darkness. We did things that were not right, okay? We lived in ways that were not right. We put ourselves in danger, all right? We put ourselves in harm's way. We put ourselves on the path of evil when we lived in darkness, Okay, we stumbled and fell. We we lied. We cheated. We stole. We did. We we stole and we we did these things because we did not believe it was wrong. We didn't believe it was wrong because we could not see that it was wrong. All right, we lied and we didn't believe it was wrong because we could not see, and because we could not see it was wrong, we did not know it was wrong, and because we did not know it was wrong, we did not believe it was wrong, we were living in darkness. People are living in darkness, you know, they don't see anything wrong with what they're doing. They don't see, they don't even believe it when you tell them, because they don't know that it's wrong. Y'all listening? Listening. Try to keep this... On a, hopefully on a little level you can understand. But Jesus Christ, the light of the world. The Bible says Jesus Christ is the light of the world. He's coming to the world. And for those of us who've received Jesus as Savior and Lord, he's become our light. So how do you receive Jesus? You receive Jesus when you believe. And when you believe, Jesus opens your eyes you begin to see, and it begins to teach you, and you begin to know. Now, notice the reverse order of this. Because in darkness, you don't see because you don't know, and consequently, you don't believe because you don't know. But when you come to Jesus, you believe, all right, and then you see, and then you start knowing, and then you start seeing more, then you start knowing more, because Jesus now has come, and he is light, and whenever light comes on, darkness has to go. So he begins to teach you. Now, I want you to see something in this scripture, okay? Um, God says, live as children of light every day. Live. Because you can't live one minute and die the next and live again and die again and die again. He says, live continuously. Continuously live as children of light. Continuously live because live is an action word. Live implies progression. 
Live implies that you are doing this on a daily basis. It means that you are living this life. You're living in the light on a regular basis. All right? You got that. You got that. So, how do we do this? How do we do this? I want to make sure I don't miss this next example. Yeah. How do we do this? So, we do this because we've come to the light. Jesus is Savior and Lord. You know how you're going to do this? You got to read the Bible. Somebody say, read the Bible. Say, study the Bible. And you got to pray. Somebody say, pray. Now, I'm going to tie this together in just a moment. But these two things are critical. You got to read the Bible. You got to pray. How many of you read something? What do you read? Every day. Your studies, your work, school work. You'll do it every day, right? Why do you do it every day? I wish I needed a microphone. So why do we do it every day? To know it better. So you can know it better. You want to pass your courses, right? How many of y'all want to do well in school? So what do you have to do every day? Study. Have to do what? Study. Hmm. Isn't that important? Nobody likes to flunk out in school. But if we're going to live as children of light, English is not going to help us too much. Math is not going to help us too much. Psychology is not going to help us too much. But I'll tell you what, tell me what will help you that you need to read every day that will help you live as a child of light. The starts with a B. It starts with a B. B I B L E. Bible? <laughs> the Bible. You got to read it every day. You got to, let me, and you got to pray every day. But it's our responsibility. How many of y'all have chores at home? What are your chores? What do you have to do? You have to take the trash out. Okay. Uh-oh. We're going to, let's tell the truth, okay? To tell the truth, okay. Who else has chores? What, what's your chores? You have to wash the dishes. What do you have to do? Wash the dishes. You have to wash dishes too. What do you have to do? Wash the dishes. Really? <laughs> clean my room. You have to clean your room, okay. Okay, that's good, that's good. Okay, okay, all right, you can tell me. Tell me, what do you have to do? Clean my room. You have to clean your room and you have to? Feed the dog. You have to feed the dog. That's your, those are your responsibilities, right? Okay, let's not dispute them now. Dispute them at home. Okay. So you know what responsibility is. You, everybody knows what responsibility is. If you don't clean your room, what are your parents going to do? Give you a spanking? Well, we don't call it a spanking. We call it a whipping. You don't take the trash out every day from now on, Kamaraj. You're in serious trouble. Every day. And I'm going to get the report because you said you take the trash out every day. But we know what responsibilities are. So we're going to live as children of light. Our responsibility, just like we study our lessons, just like we 
feed the dog and we clean our room, our responsibility is to study the Bible and pray. It's critical. It's very critical. Somebody, somebody read for me verse number uh, 10. Who has it? It doesn't matter. You got it? What does verse 10 say? Uh, let me give me, a, give me a child. Proving what is accept, acceptable unto the Lord. Live as children of light. Let's skip over the middle part right now. Verse, 10, verse 9. We'll skip verse 9. But verse 10 says, proving what is acceptable. acceptable. The NIV says what is pleasing to the Lord. So if I'm going to live as a child of light, then I need to do what's pleasing to God. Amen. Now, 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 now. Uh, how many of you like eating ice cream? Tastes good, doesn't it? It's pleasing to you, right? Yeah. How many of you like sleeping late? Especially on Sunday morning. <laughs> it's pleasing to you, right? But the Bible doesn't say please yourself. The Bible says we have to live as children of light doing what is pleasing to the Lord. So if I'm going to be a child of the light, then my responsibility is to study the word, okay, to pray so that I will know what's pleasing to the Lord. And, and remember now, living is like walking. It is a progression. Okay? Somebody read verse 9 for me. You got verse 9? Hurry up. We got all day. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth. So, so, I have to live as a child of light. And there is fruit that's produced from living as a child of light. What is this? Where did it come from? Where? Came from an apple tree, right? What is this? Where did it come from? From what kind of tree? Did the banana tree come from the apple tree? Did the banana come from the apple tree? They don't produce the same thing. Apple trees produce apples. Banana trees produce bananas. Okay, fruit, so you know what fruit is. So if I live as a child of light, I'm going to do what's pleasing to the Lord. And what does it say that's pleasing to the Lord? What is the fruit? What? For the fruit of the Spirit is all. You got to hurry up now. You, 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 you messing up my flow. Come on. Goodness and righteousness and truth. Goodness and righteousness and truth. That's the fruit. That's what, that is what is produced from children of light. So where do you think lies come from? Where does cheating come from? Where does talking about people come from? Y'all ain't talking to me. Where does it come from? From the devil. The Bible, calls us, the Bible calls the devil the prince of darkness. And God doesn't say live as children of darkness. God says live as children of light. Because if you live as children of darkness, you're being influenced by the prince of darkness 
who is the devil. And you know what we have to come to grips with? Not just children, but adults. We have to come to grips with the fruit that we're producing in our lives. And where, and where this stuff comes from that we're doing. You have to come to grips with that. Because, because, what my towel at? All of this stuff that we're doing, thank you. Some of the stuff that we're doing is not the fruit of light. Because the fruit of light is in all, can you read it again real quick now? Don't mess my flow up, come on. Is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. In all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Goodness is not only doing what's good, but it's being good. Who's going to make me good? The only person that can make me good is the Father, God. He changes my nature, changes my desires, changes my wants so that I can be like him. Now, if I had time to really preach this whole chapter and go back to the beginning, it says be imitators of God. Okay, okay. Let me see here. Um. So, Tamaya, who do you look like? Oh, give me my microphone. I got to finish this message. You got to hurry up now. Who do you look like? Both of my parents. You look like both of your parents. Yeah. You do. You look like both of your parents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do. So you know what the Bible is saying? That we're to look like God. That in our behavior, just like in the natural, we look like our parents. We do. If you see a picture of my daddy, I look just like my daddy. Spitting image of my daddy. He couldn't deny me if he wanted to. He can't deny me now because he's gone on to heaven. But guess what? There were some things that I did that, didn't, that my daddy didn't like. And as a Christian, we have to learn to imitate God. Now, I want you to read this chapter because I can't preach this whole chapter right now because uh, some of y'all are getting fidgety on me. But I want you to read this chapter, and it talks about how to live as children of light. It talks about the goodness. Righteousness is right living. It's doing right, not according to the world's standard, but what God has said right is. Now, you know, today, people want to believe right is whatever, you know, uh, the term is, is rele relevancy, relevancy. Uh, Huh? Relativism. So, so you do, your situation determines what right is. So if you're with your friends and they're, they're gossiping, then it's okay to gossip because you're with your friends and you go to church and so you sing in the choir because that's what you're doing at that particular time. No, 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 no. Righteousness is based on what God has said in his word. That's why it's your responsibility to do what? Every day? What are you supposed to do? Study what? So that you will know what God wants. Righteousness and truth. Truth is not just not telling a lie, but it's living like God wants you to live. And our goodness and righteousness and truth. And the Bible plainly points out to us those things that don't match up with living 
as children of light. God has called us. God wants you and me. Adults, God wants us to live as children of light, not of darkness. Once you get saved and you receive Jesus as Savior and Lord, you might do what's wrong. Doesn't mean you're going to do everything right. But you know what you should do when you find yourself doing wrong? You should confess before God. If you hurt somebody, apologize to them. If you disobeyed your parents, apologize to them. Okay? That's what repentance is. Not just saying, God, I'm sorry to you, but who did you offend? Who did you hurt? And ask God to forgive you. And ask God to help you to live as a child of light. Because one of the reasons you want to pray because you want to talk to the Father. You want to talk to God. You may not see him, but the Holy Spirit will reveal him to you. And what you're doing is you're getting God's help to live as a child of light. Because you can't do it on your own. Guess what? You see more darkness every day when you go to school, when you watch television, many times when you listen to music, you're getting darkness coming at you every day. You're getting the fruit of darkness coming at you every day. And if you're not, because you only come to church once a week, there are very few people in here that come twice a week. Yeah, chuckle, you know I'm talking about you. <laughs> So that means that if I preach for an hour, and I know some people say, Bishop, you preach long. Today I'm sure. But listen, I don't see you, but once a week, I need to preach five hours on Sunday. And guess what? If you don't pick up your Bible, but one time a week, it's not enough. Children, you got Bibles on your phone. How many of you have iPhones? I've got phones with Bible on it. Read your Bible. Study. Pray. You got to know how God wants you to live. You're facing darkness every day. You got friends at school. They don't know Jesus as Savior and Lord. And they do things. They say things. They act in ways that don't glorify God, that don't please God. The Bible says that we should live as children of light and do those things that are pleasing to God. And the last thing I want to tell you, when you live as a, ch as a child of light, then you become a light to lead someone else to Jesus Christ, the light of the world. And that's what God wants you to do. You can't lead people to Jesus when you're doing what they're doing. Somebody curse you out, then you curse them back. You're not going to lead them to Jesus. Folk at school, they're cheating on the test, and then you cheat because you didn't study last night. You're not going to lead them to Jesus? God wants us in walking as children, living as children of light, to be light, to lead somebody else to Jesus Christ. How many of you have friends that are not saved? Adults too. God wants us to be light 
to lead someone else to the light. Let's stand.